0: Hello, aloha, and welcome to the Man Dog Pod. It's the improv and conversation podcast that you may be listening to for free. If that's the case, you can also find it at patreon.com slash you're the man now dog, where we have full versions of every episode with extended scenes, deleted scenes sometimes, full video of all the episodes, uh, and uh, weekly two-man episodes that we don't release for free that are just ryan rosenberg and i that's the intro it's october 15th the ides of october everybody is (laughs) as scared as you could possibly be um and i am here in person another reason to get the videos because you can see us all in person with my wonderful guests to my right ronnie adrian hello ronnie
1: hello aloha like he said we are out here in sunny hawaii (laughs) <laughs> and if you got the video, you can clearly see the backdrop feels that way. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, we all traveled to Hawaii. The governor said, don't come. And we said, fuck it. And we are in Hawaii <laughs> doing our live improv podcast. Um, over here, we have Ali Gondor. Hi, Ali. Hey,
2: guys. A little, little tired from learning to surf earlier, but <laughs> excited. Excited to be here.
0: Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. And, of course, to my left, as always, Ryan Rosenberg. Hi, Ryan.
3: <laughs> Mahalo, everyone, for joining us here. I am Ryan Rosenberg. And um, and it's, just, it's great to be coming at you from the Big Island.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan Rosenberg is out today. Our diligent listeners will know that he recently got his... Septum uh, worked on? His removed. You schnoz tinkered. He got his septum removed, he got his schnoz tinkered. So you'll hear him back on a little more nasally, a little bore up here because he doesn't have a nose anymore. But he's in, re- in recovery right now with that. And so my lovely guests were uh, not only so kind as to receive a text and say, I'll do an episode on the day that I sent the text, but also to be willing to come over and record it because I was so happy it was fall. It's so nice out I wanted to see It's get some so person. nice
3: out But you did lure us Into that
0: mm-hmm. I will say I was totally I, Well how do you feel When somebody sends you a text That's like Absolutely no pressure Because I really Put it on people I say I, I'm, I'm very honest Like this is what I want But I won't be mad If you say no For an in person. Um, hold on. Before we answer that,
1: did you even say her name? Uh, (laughs) Oh, it's Ryan Rosenberg. R y a
0: n n e. Yes, Ryan. Hillary and Matthews. Thank you so much for being here. I'm sorry I neglected to name you. Wow,
3: Ronnie. Honestly, like that, I didn't even catch that. So like. Ronnie is a true friend, and I've never said this about Ronnie before. He's a true friend.
2: Wow, Ronnie, finally, <laughs> very true. It. I noticed I just, it, but I was like stoked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do wish you had waited till the very end.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I just know people are to being like, "But who is the, like? They don't read any yeah. of the captions. And yeah. like, who is the other person? Who is that person impersonating? Ryan? Who is that? This is gonna bug me the whole episode.
0: <laughs> Doing like. taking a picture on your phone and then putting it into Google Photos to see if the face comes up.
3: God, they're like, this woman is missing. She's been missing for six years. Uh,
0: Thanks for being here, Hillary. I'm sorry. Of course. Um, But do you... When I said that, did you feel a pressure to say, yes, I'm okay doing it in person, even though you didn't want to?
3: I think for me, no, I want to. I think for me, what happens is like if I had if I had said if I had felt no, I would have said no. I think it's like um, the introduction of effort having to be made. And it's like, oh, God. okay, so now I'm faced with the decision of having to make effort for, for such a nice payoff. Sure. But the effort is a deterrent to me. It is a me. deterrent.
0: Me too. Me too. I, and I wouldn't have offered it to just any group of people. Uh, I felt like the effort would be a payoff today.
2: And I think I know what you mean. The, the zero pressure thing. Uh, there's a there's a percentage of people who you can trust that it's like a no. I can actually say no to this, and it's not going to be a problem. You know. Yeah. And then other folks, I think you're kind of like you say no pressure, but I know what you're going to be kind of hurt about it. Right. You know.
1: Yeah. I understand
2: that. too. Yeah. I, I,
0: my my feelings wouldn't have been hurt.
1: Yeah. For me, it is like. I could do it, and if everybody else wants to do it, then that's fine. It's not because it's not like I was opposed to doing it. But if everybody said no, let's not. I would have also been like, great that I don't have to move. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, right, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. like I always say this because like, I say this the same thing about dates, which is like, if I have an idea of a date to do, I will say it. Like it's like, oh, let's we should do this. But if I don't, then I'm not pitching anything. So it's not necessarily saying I don't want to hang out and that I wouldn't be open to do anything. Mm. But it's just that I'm not I only think about the stuff when I have an idea in plan. I'm not going to just sit out there and be like, well, I got to (laughs) just think of
3: something. But Ronnie, what if what if the person that you're going on a date with has that exact same mentality and neither of you guys have an idea? Then what happens? Then we
0: can just hang out.
3: But even that has to that. So you're the, not
0: saying you wouldn't pitch a hang. You're just saying you would yeah. pitch a specific thing to right. do. Like,
1: but I think that sometimes in the past that has been like a thing where like then, it, you know, like I, where it then it feels like, oh, are you just not interested or whatever? And it's more so the notions being like, no, it's not that it's just like when I want to do something, it's like what Hillary just said, where it's being like, I if. I can, I can say no easily. Like, if I, if I have a real gut, like, no, then I'll say no. But if it's like, I would do it if, like, it, I don't have any inclination to say no. It's like, I would do this and probably enjoy it once I got over the feeling of being like, well, I have to do something. But it is like, but if it's nothing in my mind, it's like, there's nothing worse than, than me having to sit here and try to figure something out yeah. when I don't feel it. Yeah, you're not going to yeah,
2: try yeah. and be inspired. You're right. going to, like, let inspiration hit, but you're not going to wait around or you're not going to like intentionally go alright let's come up with a good thing
0: right Yeah, it, that. that's how at a younger age I would end up pitching a bunch of things that I didn't like doing just oh to, because I thought someone wanted to like what yeah. I, I took a woman on a date once to like worst cooch you guys know that place? Yes. When I was like yeah. 26 or 27. Wait,
3: sorry. It's called Worst Cooch. <laughs> were you trying to send her a specific <laughs> message? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: Devastating. Yeah, well, I mean. You break up, up at Worst <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Cooch.
2: Notice, <laughs> notice I didn't take you to Best Cooch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there, were, there were no reservations at Sloppy Tits. So. Ah, okay. Okay. <laughs>
3: Awful. I don't know that place.
0: It's a, I I think it's German and it's, I think it's pronounced like Wurstkuk or something like Uh that. But it's a sausage place in downtown LA. There might be multiple ones. It translates to worst breasts.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, (laughs) but it's like, it's like, they have like general sausage and like a bunch of, um, different flavored ketchups and mustards, but also you can get like rattlesnake sausage and alligator sausage. Mm, mm. Um, so it was like, when I was going to college in LA, and like oh nine, it was it, it was an early like cool place to go. Yeah, little hip. You would tell people like, have you tried the rabbit? Have you tried the rattlesnake? And it's like, who cares? <laughs> um, but I remember <laughs> I went there, and I remember she specifically was like. You shouldn't take women on dates to sausage places. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like, oh, it sucks to get that roast for a place I didn't even want to go to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: Jeez, that entire date was just, like, ripe with genitalia symbolism, I guess. Yeah. So it just was... Yeah, no. I guess
0: that Freud was was in there somewhere. Also,
3: she was a vegetarian. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> she, she had the ketchup on bread. <laughs> she was asking, Excuse
1: me. What's also in this ketchup? Because I got yeah. very specific. I'm a very specific vegetarian. I'm behind her, rolling my eyes and apologizing. <laughs> oh,
0: I barely know her.
1: <laughs> there used to be. I used to have a friend who um, was a vegetarian um, when I first moved out here, and this is back in, this was back before like it has become like like this has become the hub of like vegetarian and veganism and having those options so everywhere we would go there was never any like it was always like a pain to be like a matter of fact i think she was more vegan than anything Mm. and it would always be a big pain to be like or i don't want to say to be like a young 20 something and then i always have to be like excuse me so what's in this well what do you have in, and then be like so I'd be like yeah i take the cheeseburger or whatever da, da, da. and then it's just like this big long 10 minute thing who my friend who was nice but also in her in her tone very aggressive so what is this and what do you and it was like every time we ate and there's always that moment where you're like oh right and I forget that we'd all have to go through this rigmarole to figure out what you can eat at a place you picked.
0: <laughs> at a place you picked? Yeah. Um, uh, do you guys have eating restrictions at all? Ali, you are... <coughs> you got your own thing going. You're always with your with your nice little drink, and I'm you a- just kind of... You're, you're regimented.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm a weird eater, but I'm I'm not like... I'm not, like, proud about it, and I don't recommend it to anyone else. It's just kind of where I landed. Yeah. But I uh, I sort of—I think what happened was I started noticing when I would have, like, really bad dips in, like, blood sugar or whatever. Like, I'd get, I, I'd get super more depressed, and then I would realize, like, oh, yeah, it's because, like, you haven't eaten or you haven't whatever. So then I just started kind of coasting through the day with, like, protein bars and Soylent and that kind of thing. And then that just kind of became the norm for a while, and it, like, works still. So yeah. so I'll still have – I'll have big meals, like, when it's with other people or if we're going to have dinner or something, then it's, like, I'll I'll line it up that way. But I'm definitely not, like, a three square meals a day kind of person.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's odd. I couldn't do it. Maybe I could. Maybe my life would be way better.
4: I don't I, I eat don't know. So,
0: so much big meals. Yeah. Uh, that I don't need just because it's, like, what – if I stopped thinking I needed to derive joy from my meals, maybe it would be nice. Right, right, right.
3: No, I think that's... I. I no. Right, right, I, right,
0: right, right. No. I
3: like, <laughs> <laughs> I hate the message of food is fuel. I hate uh-huh. that. I think that that's like... And that's
2: what I have tattooed on my back. So yeah. That's a real
1: problem.
0: <laughs> Big. Yeah. Fine, yeah. Capital letters all the way through. Yes. And it's like this uh, welcome signs where it's in every language. Like, yeah. The yeah. Ones. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs>
3: Um, No, I mean, I like that if it's like, oh, you should like be eating things to nourish your body. That's great. But in terms of people who are detached from the pleasure of eating and are like, I don't need to, I can meal prep. Uh, plain chicken breast and and boiled vegetables. Yeah. And like, like that is mm. is so mm. detached.
0: <laughs> Did you say boiled? You hit, my, you hit all these other tattoos.
3: <laughs> Did you say boiled? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like I, I think that, that I really like taking pleasure in making meals and yeah. eating things throughout the day. And it's like we have to do it constantly, the whole day. Spoiler alert, every single day. So it's, you might as well enjoy it.
0: That is a big life spoiler. Well,
1: to my fans out there, uh, to all my fans who have bad eating habits, you don't have to eat every day if you don't want to. If you feel like that's what helps you stay skinny, hey, do you. you know, a lot of people are going to tell you not to. You know, and if, you, and if you're like, you know what, I got a couple extra pounds, you know what, go to the bathroom, throw it up. Who cares? Just don't tell anybody. All
0: right, Ronnie Adrian coming in hot with... with- I think what not enough celebrities do, right. which is support uh, unhealthy habits. <laughs> and When he says
1: celebrity, he's not talking about me because you don't know me. I'm not a celebrity. Uh, people might know you. <laughs> well, in this podcast, maybe.
0: Yeah, in this podcast. Yeah. I mean, people have heard you on this podcast at least two times, maybe even three. Right. They saw you in the background of So, one.
1: guys, when I finally do break through um, from my role of, uh, of sassy neighbor on whose who's, who's trash can is this,
3: <laughs> this is gonna be the podcast app that gets you right. cancelled. <laughs> like don't
1: don't like don't like make this a clip and then, you know, let <laughs> like, it be the thing that Come and haunt me ten
0: years later. Oh yeah, that's a given. If you clip any of this shit, I'm gonna kill you. Don't <laughs> clip our shit, man. Oh <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> I don't this, care who you are, I'll kill you. Cut, I'll to,
2: this, you. cut to this exact section <laughs> getting clipped. I will kill you.
0: <laughs> you
3: me. You're framed for murder and this yeah. comes yeah. back. Yeah. Oh, if you
0: frame me, I'm gonna kill
2: you also. <laughs> we Please. pause on this and zoom out to Dan on the it's witness stand in a courtroom.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: looking at the jury all threatening
4: <laughs>
0: um did you want to do that as a scene or were you literally oh just that's just that. how my, my brain works i don't know talks. if that's a full scene <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we're going to talk the whole time and
1: they never do improv
0: it, it, yeah. you know that it, it happens more more than maybe audiences would like but I'm starting to like talking a lot more than I like doing improv lately. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely like, yeah, man, what about this joke? That is good. That would be a good premise.
1: Anyway, let's move on to something else. One day. We'll Uh hit the
0: three three beats. It's like, I don't want to explain who, what, where. Let's say the thing funny three (laughs) times and move on.
1: What's really funny is being like, it'd be like, do we just, I
0: don't know. Wait, what about yeah. do I
1: just jump? okay hold on, well this hold
0: on. is what stand-ups do right is they don't mm. they don't waste their time with all the group building you just kind of get on mic and talk until you say something funny and then you keep saying it more- uh-huh, uh-huh. and they're way more famous than me Hey. stand-ups
3: <laughs> all of them <laughs> you've heard of
0: stand-up comedian <laughs>
1: well, like stand-ups go they go like you know like da-da-da, whatever and then you could tell when they finally on a roll because they get louder and more confident'll uh, yeah. <laughs> be like you know it's like Cause my mom, she would always come. You, I mean, yeah, like you know, my mom. Cause it's funny about moms, right? Cause moms will tell you. you He's got something. He's got something. He's got it now. He's got it now.
0: He's got it now. You went from guy to stand up. (laughs) Uh, I'll try a scene. I'll try a scene.
1: Do you cut these like this? I'll try a scene.
0: I haven't listened to an episode for a while, Brian. Do we cut these? I usually say we'll cut it, but I don't know if he actually does. (laughs) Let us know, Brian. And then you want him to respond on the track. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, All right. Thanks uh, so much for coming uh, to the... I'm sorry. Thanks for coming to the restaurant today. I felt like... As a waiter, I've never said that to anybody (laughs) in that way. It felt like a a business meeting. But thanks for coming in. How's everybody doing today? Good. Good. Really, really hungry. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Well, um, if you'd like, I can get you started with some waters. And then we've got uh, some interesting drink specials for the fall. We have a lot of autumnal stuff, some pumpkin flavored uh, drinks and, and, and the like. Would you like to check those out or take some time to look at the menu? Uh, sweetheart, are you feeling yeah. a cocktail?
3: Ooh, you yeah. know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll do a uh, I'll do a, a pumpkin ale, just a
0: uh, a pumpkin ale. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Got it. Um, anybody it, else want a drink? Did you uh, Did you say that you had uh, seasonal cocktails? Seasonal cocktails. Yeah, so we've got a pumpkin bourbon, um, uh, old fashioned, um, seasonal old fashioned, a seasonal old fashioned. Uh, yeah. what
2: makes it a uh...
0: the pumpkin flavoring? <laughs> oh, Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, it makes it pumpkin ale, cool. pumpkin
2: bourbon, and then an old fashioned that's. The pumpkin old-fashioned?
0: Well, the pumpkin is coming from the... Oh, it's a pumpkin bourbon in the old-fashioned. No, the I, I, I'm sorry if I was unclear. Uh, it's an old-fashioned, and um, the uh, the bitters are pumpkin flavored. Pumpkin bitters. Right? Yes. And, uh, have you ever heard of pumpkin
3: I bitters? never have. Uh, the things they come up with.
0: Uh, sorry, the dog was pooping, and I was just wondering if it was going to be catching on your sightline. But I think we missed it.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, is there a better seat in the, in the in
1: the restaurant?
2: This
0: is the best seat in the house. Best seat yeah. in the house. Okay, it's just right across from the dog park. It sure is. Well, yeah, people love it because they get to watch the dogs and stuff and oh, smell like, them and all that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean uh, it's
1: fine, but when like when they're like having fun, but it just seems like this seems to be just like dog poop hour because there's a lot of dogs just well, kinda yeah, well their business. Of
0: kinda, you know you're here for happy hour after work and a lot of people after work they take their dogs to the park sometimes the dogs will get into our garbage and then it'll give them tummy issues and then the park is kind of where the tummy issues get okay. evacuated i don't want to talk about it more because you're about to eat but it's good to know that- and
1: there are no seats inside the restaurant actually
0: Oh, there are, but I, I i wanted to give you the best seat in the house, which you can look at the dogs, you can kind of experience them, see all the funny people that come to the dog park, to get people watching. But I can move you inside if you'd like. Uh, Gary, it's, it's your choice. I,
2: I can kind of avert my eyes whenever I see a dog pooping, I guess. It,
1: yeah, I mean, I guess I've already contoured this seat to fit fashion my buttocks, so I guess <laughs> we could just...
0: I was wondering what you were doing there, kind of wriggling and writhing around. Yeah,
1: I mean, you, it was a ten-minute affair. Yeah, and, and yeah. I don't want to have to redo that again in another seat. So came yeah, scouted,
0: he is- came before you guys and scouted the place and got the he asked for the best table in the house and then he just kind of.
1: Anyway, well uh, we do. So we, that's he, the- Jerry needs to come in early
2: because we do this. I swear to God, we've done this several times a week where we come here for you know we're supposed to be an hour. We end up hemming and hawing the whole time picking our drinks. <laughs> yeah. And by the time oh. the drinks come out, it's time for us to
3: leave. It's so true. Do yeah. you
0: I, do you have a hard out at the restaurant? Well, here? Well, we only pay we can... for
3: one hour of parking.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> right. Well, we'll hurry it up then, because um, I, I I know I know we got to get you out of here then. For your well, happy we're not hour. we're not going to pay another two dollars per hour. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Okay, it also yeah. gets us on a, it also a... gets us on a deadline to be like, hey, we got to catch up with an hour because if you got too much time, I feel like you're not really. You're not really intentional about your meeting with your, with your buds, you know? Exactly. What
0: worries me as an outside observer mm. is, I mean, this has already been, you know, the seating. Um, you, you took the tour of the place, which we don't usually do. Uh, it's been 15 minutes, you know. I haven't even seen you all have a chance to catch up. So maybe I'll, I'll speed it up. I'll take the drink orders and I'll let you talk.
1: Hey, I've got a question. So at what point did the neighborhood get worse? Because, you know, I, the sirens keep going. Uh that was that store was not there anymore there's a lot of bullet holes in some of the walls like this used to be a very this used to be more of an upscale neighborhood Mm.
0: um i don't know probably around the time that the uh the 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 ford factory left (laughs) Uh, a lot of uh. people would come here from their long shift at the Ford Motor Car Factory. Mm. Uh, and I, I know the whole history of my dad, my grandpa, and his, his father worked there. But I, I'm sure you want to catch up, so I will take your drink orders and get out of here. Okay, I think I
2: decided on—you said you were having the pumpkin ale.
3: I'm going to have the pumpkin ale.
2: I don't really like old fashions. Okay. Do you have another— Cocktail that's a seasonal cocktail?
0: We do. We have several, yeah. So we've got the um uh we have the seasonal my time. That German Shepherd is
2: Yeah. He's releasing something that
0: looks bigger than his body. Uh-oh. Yeah, ooh, that guy,
3: ooh, 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 uh oh he ooh, oh that's ooh, that's Tractor.
0: Unwell. Yeah, that's Tractor. Uh he is unwell. Oh. Um yeah, sadly Tractor got into the bread yeast and it has okay. been kind of There's a mother dough in his stomach right now. So it seems like there's a
2: pretty straight pipeline that you guys have figured out the science of that goes from this restaurant's
0: trash Uh right to the dogs in the dog park. Yeah. Well, it's good for the environment. uh, Food waste is a real issue uh, in restaurants. I don't know if you know this, but food waste... Food waste. <laughs> I said weast. <laughs> I think I was thinking about the yeast in Tractor's stomach. There I think a, you probably were. a, a mother yeah. dough. In I think there. you probably right. were.
1: We didn't, to, we didn't need to, the process of what your your brain process was. I think
0: I mixed waste and yeast, and I said food waste. Food waste. I oh. mean, <laughs> that
2: sounds like something I'd order.
4: Well, what do you mean? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, it
0: sounds I, like I don't understand what you mean with that.
2: Like you said, it's got. It sounds like a fun combination of yeast and waste,
0: and it's got food in it. So you would order two things mixed together that are a fun combination. Well, I'm a sucker for those. Like when we oh, had okay. when we had the hot burger. Remember right. that? It was a it was a hot, right. was a hot dog
2: burger.
3: Oh, yes. yes, I okay. think. What, yeah. All right.
1: Uh, maybe you're not bothering you guys, but that helicopter's flashing the light. They're probably looking for somebody. Like oh, for sure. How they are, often yeah. does that happen?
0: Just I know, if somebody's committed a crime and is running away from, well, he's oh,
1: shining
2: no. the
0: spotlight straight at Tractor. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would hate if Ooh. they took Tractor in. <laughs> that is a sweet guy. Okay.
3: <laughs> the <laughs> light hitting that—ooh, it looks even yeah, worse. Right what came it. out of him now with the light on it? Oh, oh, I am so sorry. I shadow. have
0: several tables here, and they're all kind of looking at me. I don't know if they need something. Probably. Um, so I, I want to just take your order and get out of your hair. And obviously, I'll let you catch up. This has been at least five minutes of your hour. Okay, no, that's fine.
2: We'll, we'll go quick. We'll make this easy. So she's having a pumpkin ale. Pumpkin ale. ale. Uh, I'm going to have
0: a... But we martini. have a maple Mai Tai, if you wanted to do that. That's a maple Mai Tai. You were going to say martini, though. I interrupted. But now, I, I I'm, now
2: I'm thinking. Uh-huh. Now I'm thinking again.
0: I'll give you a chance to think and you know, I'll let your friend Jerry over here order. Yeah, I If thought... you don't mind being on a first-name uh, basis, I heard him say your name several times.
1: Okay, well... That's fine. All right. Um, Jerry, I know, tell him how you spell it. Oh, uh, I spell it
0: J. Normal so far.
1: <laughs> are you listen Are you? Are you gonna write this down? Yeah. Well, I'll, okay. I'll remember it. But oh, if, okay. if it's
0: unusual, I'll write it. Down, no, it's yeah.
1: not really unusual. Okay. It's actually pretty simple. Oh, what is it's it? It's like the standard spelling actually. It's J E R R
0: I. Two E's. Oh, not standard. And a Y then. Wow. Isn't that bonkers? F- four vowels right at the end there. Uh, any
2: reason? it would be an expensive name on Wheel of Fortune, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um,
0: um, the nurse- how, do you, how do you mean? <laughs> I'm not sure I understand. You. Are you familiar with the game show, yeah. Wheel of Fortune? If you get the name right, don't you make a lot of money? But to,
2: to, to solve it, you have to pick letters, and the vowels cost money.
0: That's why they say I'd like to buy a vowel. i like to buy money a vowel. You
2: have to spend your own money. I
0: never would. I'd just get consonants and get it from those. Well,
2: but then you'd have a hard time knowing what the word was. So, for example, if, if Jerry's name was on the board, you'd have maybe let's say you guessed R. So you'd have blank, blank, R, R, and then about five open spots well, after that. Well, what's the
0: clue? Maybe I could get it if it was the guy I met. Best friend's names. <laughs> <laughs> Best friends. That's cool. Yeah yeah I've known I am so sorry. I one of my tables I think just walked and uh they take that out of my uh salary. That's so, terrible. But how do
3: they know how much they would have spent?
0: <laughs> well they guess by a table number and they 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 have a forensic uh scientist uh forensic like,
3: scientist. Yeah,
0: come in and look at the people and kind of Yes, it's like Minority Report. It's like future crimes, but it's future money spent mm. here. And they find that that saves them more money because we get a lot of walks. I do specifically. Well, Cynthia's uh, always talking about committing future crimes.
3: I am. Really? <laughs> I just like to daydream about oh. what I might commit in the future, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't really... so. Y- I think that's just daydreaming. It's not committing a future crime. I don't. But think. it's always. Well, are you ever going to do it? Have you ever? Filled, I don't know. Out that's what makes
3: it so exciting. I, I. That's my daydreams are always specifically about crimes that I might commit in the future.
0: I don't want to make you incriminate yourself, but is there one that you'd like to tell me?
3: Well, um, there's a nail salon that I go to, mm. and I there's this one woman who comes in at the same time as me. Our time slot is Sunday at one p.m. And I, when I tell you, I. Hate this woman.
0: Oh shit!
3: I, I don't know what it is about her. I hate her. Yeah. So sometimes I fantasize as I'm sitting there getting my full set. I fantasize about sta- stealing all the money from the cash register. Oh. Well, first I'd have to create a diver- diversion. Uh-huh. I, I, right now it's I have
0: meditated for sure. Yes,
3: I have taking an egg out of my purse, chucking it at the window, and then walking in and going, "Those youths just egg the salon." Taking
0: and, an egg out of your purse. How do you keep it from cracking?
3: Mm, Put it in a sock. That's a good question, though. I hadn't thought about
0: that. Mm, So the sock seems like the
1: perfect answer for that. Yes. I disagree, Jerry. That's not the problem.
0: I know we just met Jerry, but since we're on a first name basis, or at least I am, I disagree with you. I put my feet in socks every day,
1: having broken my foot once. Mm -hmm. The one time I had my foot out of a sock, foot broke.
0: Mm.
2: I think that helped me decide. I'm going to have
0: an egg drop soup. Okay, the egg egg drop soup. And did you decide on the drink? That was the drink. (laughs) Okay.
2: And is there any kind of Usually that seasonal is a meal, okay. variation on the egg drop soup cocktail? No,
0: it's not a cocktail. It is a drink. Uh, or a, Not a drink. It's a soup. <laughs> it's non alcoholic egg drop soup. The whole, Yeah, the whole thing. Never Have you have you ever had? I, I am so sorry. I am feeling like I am taking up too much of your time here. I'm going to get well, you the egg drop soup. I'm going to get you the pumpkin ale. I don't believe Jerry with an I, two E's, and a Y ordered anything yet. Would you like anything, Jerry?
1: I actually would. I'm very thirsty. Um, I saw on the sign out there that you have a special of uh, 10 drinks that you call it your around-the-world drink platter. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. What
1: are those 10 drinks?
0: You'd like me to name all 10 of them?
1: I mean, I just—because I want to know which ones they are. I want to know which one I might want to get. Last time Jerry went
2: to the eye doctor, he could only read the E, the top—the very top E. So he saw 10 drinks around the world, and I was telling him, well, which one do you like? And he said, I can't—I can't read any of those ones underneath. It's smaller print, so— Yes, I
1: mean me. I'm gonna be honest with you. I I couldn't read them, but I was making no effort to even try because I yeah, was that's
0: like, what it sounds like to me. You know,
1: because I was like, that's what the waiter's sounds- job is for. Like, what would okay. you do? Like, why would you go somewhere and then like take somebody's job away it's from you? a mm. great point.
2: The amount we're paying for parking. We're not gonna be reading our own drinks.
1: Sorry, <laughs> no. no offense, sir.
0: <laughs> Two dollars. Two dollars per hour. I don't the parking's not on us, but okay. <laughs> um yeah, well drink wise, um uh cocktail wise, we've got Of course, a shouju cocktail, so that's Japan. Okay. We start in the um, far east there. Okay. Um, And then from Japan, we go to China. Mm. Uh, And that is a green tea beer Mm. um, to finish that up. Okay. And then we're going straight to Russia for a a nice vodka, potato vodka. (laughs) Mm. Um, So you've got shouju. Start with a a, a little liquor. Mm-hmm. And then we're jumping into beer. And now we're back to the liquor. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, from Russia, we're going to take a little detour to the United States for a Budweiser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's number four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that's four of ten. Yeah, that's four. and now, sorry, are, are, sorry uh, that... hearing what it is so far, are you still interested? Because uh, I will stop if you're not. I mean, not. I, I don't you go know, like
1: I was on board, that I'm kind of wavering, but I feel like these next six are going to really help me decide if I'm going to have it or not.
0: Okay, fantastic. Uh,
2: sorry, were you gonna? Oh, I just I I don't know if you noticed, but they're arresting that dog tractor. They've <gasps> oh
1: got my God. they've, they've oh, got him. Dear. They've got his front
0: paws and cuffs.
1: Oh my. God. Hey. He's resisting. Tractor's <laughs>
0: resisting. He's resisting. That absolutely is resisting arrest. I feel arrest. like I should do something. I always said if I saw something like this happen, I would do something.
2: No, no. If we've learned anything from the past year,
0: it's let authority do what they're going to do. Agreed. All, right. all around. Um, Cynthia, I'm going to need a verbal agreement for you on that one before we move on.
3: Yes, I agree. All right, great.
0: So now uh, that was number four was the Budweiser. So we've got liquor, beer, liquor, beer. Obviously, next up, A liquor. So we're going to go to Scotland Mm. for a Lagavulin Scotch. Ah, Lagavulin.
2: Lagavulin.
0: Um, So now you're in Scotch. So now we've gone from light colored into dark colored. I I can tell you
1: right now, though. This itinerary this is a wild trip. <laughs>
0: it is a wild trip. It was It's not-
3: beer before liquor, after beer before liquor, beer after I liquor before. I just mean the beer. travel
0: of it and all. And travel wise. Oh, you're saying the
3: connection Oh, you're there then
0: here then
1: to come to America to go back to Scotland? Right. It's like, wow, that's a that's a real humdinger. And trust me, I fly for work.
0: In what sense are you a pilot?
1: Oh, no. Oh. I sit down at the bottom of planes and just watch the like the animal carts to make sure that nothing goes wrong.
2: Oh, I always wondered. Jerry's great with animals as long as they're mildly sedated.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, and if they're contained. mildly sedated. I'm your guy. Wow. Mm-hmm. If they're even just a bit up, it's I, I, I'm like Kathy. Ack.
2: <laughs> Any notes on this uh, arrest going down out there with Tractor, the German Shepherd?
4: <laughs>
1: oh yeah, sedate the dog. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Same. Sedate the dog. <laughs> I could have done five more alcohols, by the way, confidently. He's <laughs> trying to buy you a little time to come up with. Some oh, I can't. While we're talking, I can't think about it. I just have <laughs> yeah. to be saying it. Yeah. Um, that was like a, uh, like a mumblecore movie. It really <laughs> was, was. 100%. kind of Atmospheric, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> only um, improv only improv I do now.
1: Mumblecore. <laughs> mumblecore <yeah. laughs> yeah, do you pick you picked three of the most mumblecore improvisers <laughs> to come and do your like, yeah. if you're looking for somebody, if you're looking for wild cards, if you're looking for wild cards out the box, no. We'll give if you five wild-
2: different games.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I and love- then also give you time to play each one of them. Yeah, yeah, that's right.
3: I love Dan being like, I have an idea for something, and then that's what it was. It was,
0: Yeah, that was it. That was the exact idea I had.
3: That was, start to finish that <laughs> we executed your idea.
0: That's the thing is, you just, you give people room, and they'll, they'll do what you think they should. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I didn't have much of an idea, just uh inconvenient ordering you know, well because
1: part you know, of that uh, is like you do the thing and then as soon as stuff happens it's like well the 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 technical improviser of me is being like we have to let dan get his idea out first right and then the improviser ready to pounce on me is being like so we're riding this wave right here pretty well. well let's hit this one first and then we'll kind of get back to Dan. Yeah. but let's just see what this looks like let's see here. if this yeah, becomes
0: yeah. unusual enough to hit to heighten yeah <laughs> nope All right, let's roll.
1: (laughs) All right, Dan, so
0: back to what you were going to pitch beforehand? Yeah. Yeah, That was a dead end. Sorry about that. I could feel Hillary being like, okay, so the drinks are, are you going to say an unusual thing or are we just doing this?
3: 100%. 100%. I was
0: was sitting over here
1: thinking how much, like, that, that beginning flub how do i really want to spend more time on that and i kept kept, kept sitting sitting there thinking being like what could be the reason why he messed up like that in the beginning does he start new now he sounds so much confident now hmm i still can make it up let me see what can i do can i gift him with something i was sitting over here just like thinking that you guys were talking (laughs) and then were you like do you guys ain't want any drinks and you looked at me it's like oh i guess i'm still i am in the scene
0: (laughs) okay uh. i want to get a good freeze frame from someone out there that's watching uh, Ronnie was thinking very hard at a certain point and I noticed you just kind of staring at Me the too!
3: Head. I noticed that too!
0: I, I noticed that too that It's
3: like off in this direction
0: <laughs> It's really funny um, <laughs> Hey, it's good to be in person with y'all It is great Hell to see yeah. y'all. That the, the thing that we were talking about earlier about like sh- you know, shit do I want to do the work to get to the thing that I know will be nice? Mm -hmm. So I had that recently where someone was like, we could do this over the phone or we could grab a coffee or whatever. And I was like, "Ah, it's a Monday. I just want to do it on the phone and I have to worry about it. But I was like, well, I just spent 17 months shut in and like wishing I was seeing people more. Right. I should just say yes to this stuff unless it's actually causing Like it wasn't like I had a busy day. Mm. So it's not causing me any like, strife for anxiety and so I was like all right I'll do the coffee because man it was it was it was dark for a little while wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it Ronnie? Um Ronnie I mean, Andri- this is my Byron Allen. Ronnie Adrian it was pretty dark for the last eighteen months wasn't it? Hey man, it was as dark as my skin.
1: Um <laughs> That's what I was setting up <laughs> Yeah, yeah thanks for the setup Byron. I know exactly what you want from me. Yeah dude it was as dark as my skin. Anyway um <laughs> Byron sets up the alley-oops and I dunk it hard. <laughs> That's
2: Byron's big go-to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that show was always funny because it is just like the do me like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, man, you got something about fish tanks, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say watching, the thing. Say the thing. About- <laughs> and then watching the comedian just have to kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, my fish tank, man. It's like then going to their,
0: their, their, their shtick. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like... It's so much less uh, elegant than like whatever the Letterman or Leno or like Conan where they're like it's a little bit of a conversation Byron Allen is exactly that it's right. like forcing stand up <laughs> routines into right. a conversation it's
1: like they set up and like alright so what What are some things you might want to talk about on the yeah. show Yeah, Uh we can give the notes to Byron and he's gonna throw it to you so be ready you yeah. know like, yeah okay right like cause even with like or like if you ever seen like a late night show and then when somebody's getting off track the cause I've seen it and I've always been like oh that, that's like that's like out of the norm when a host kinda goes like, Yeah, uh, and it's like they set them up for something and they're talking about something different. He's like, Yeah, but um, but you had something about a picnic though, right? You said something about a you wanted a you had a picnic
0: thing happen to you earlier, right? Yeah. And be like, oh yeah, yeah, I had a picnic thing, right? <laughs> Sorry, we were naturally talking for a second. There, so.
3: I saw one that enraged me the other day because it was Fallon and it was Taylor Swift on Fallon and she was really, first of all, obviously when I started watching late night shows, I used to think that that was a genuine discovery. Okay, I didn't realize that it was very intentionally pre-planned right. prompts and stories. And this one was so annoying because it was, it was Fallon surprising Taylor Swift with a video that her mom took of when she like had her wisdom teeth taken out or she had like some surgery. And so she's like messed up on painkillers crying about like opening a banana and like eating a banana. And I, Taylor Swift was like, Shocked that they had this video, that they were going to play this video, was like horrified, like on TV, like oh my gosh. And I was, I guess, I was mad because I am naive enough to still believe that that was real surprise, right. and I knew better, but I, but I, but I'm not convinced either way.
0: Yeah, in my mind, I'd have to watch it, but it sounds like it could have been real. I don't know though; it does feel like she would know that that video feels existed, like she would know. Right? Feels yeah. like she would
3: know,
1: and but so like. like- some people like I, cause I think it's also like some people like you feel comfortable enough to surprise them like I feel like Taylor's the type of person that's being like well we talk to her people and her people think like Taylor would like this if you did this like it would be a surprise yeah. but, but cause some people would be like what the fuck are you, are you like if you yeah. didn't run it by them first yeah. but maybe everybody is like we run it by everybody first or whatever right. but I feel like if you knew somebody or whatever like in some of those instances, you would feel more comfortable being able to like, I'm gonna surprise him because I think that'll be more genuine.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And, and,
1: and if I had to guess, I feel like Taylor, but I don't know her at all. <laughs> I
3: was wondering
0: because you were on a first name basis yeah. with her in that story. Yeah. Well, and she know, actually
3: says that she knows you.
0: I mean, well, she said you're the one that. It was a long time ago, and oh, at whoa. the same time,
1: it was like you know we were both up for the same recording contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, she won out. Oh, you know, shit, she went
0: two very different directions. I mean,
1: yeah, she had better. She had better. She had better songs. I can admit that. Mm. She had better songs. But if I was a, if I was a female, if I was a female singing about female issues, I would have had the contract. But instead, no, I was a male singing songs about my
0: dick. Once again, <laughs> the famously anti-man music industry, another career ruined.
3: <laughs> hey, Ronnie, I just, um, I just want to say that I. I I really hope you get it. I know we're sitting here in the waiting room and waiting to hear, you know, if it's me or if it's you getting the contract, but I, I really hope it's you.
1: I mean, hey, look, I mean, you've done a little, you've done, you've made some noise. You've definitely made some noise. And I think, you know, your tunes will work well, you know, wherever you land.
3: Thank you so much. You know, and
1: I hope I get it too. Thank you. But if I do, don't worry. I want to work with you on a song or two on the album.
3: Oh, that means a lot. That means a yeah. lot. I, I, if we can make it
1: work, you know. Yeah, I
3: mean, yeah. You know, I, I, I have to say that um, you're a big inspiration to me. And I actually, I um, actually thought about your songwriting style mm-hmm. when I wrote, um, you know. Our song is a slamming screen door, snaking out late, tapping on your window.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I guess that does kind of sound like my song that goes, tapping on your window with my dick. Ooh, yeah. Will you answer it? You know, like. Yeah. Definitely. I guess I can see. I guess I can see oh, the I hope
3: I didn't step on your toes with mine then at all. I mean, honestly,
1: I mean, no. Just because... Just my charisma and the way I deliver it—like people can definitely
0: see the clear difference between the two.
3: Right, of course, of course.
0: Ronnie Taylor, thank you so much. Sorry to keep oh, you waiting. Oh, no, out not here. at all. Uh, I, I hope everything's all right. Ed, did you see? We do have some sodas, some waters, and some snacks. Yeah, uh, I
3: put a sprite in my purse.
0: Oh yeah, go go for it. it thank you so much. Like. Thank can, you. We can afford it here. Thank I opened you.
1: the coke and just poured some on the carpet. You know, just to kind
4: of.
0: Ronnie, that is the bad boy attitude that we are considering. We're really trying to figure out which direction we want to go with our next big pop star. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the money is in young listeners, <laughs> you know, shares online. That's <laughs> a lot of old older people are streaming and younger people are not as much. They're spending money. <laughs> right. And so we're just trying to figure out where to, where to go with that. So obviously that's kind of what the big decision is. Right. We were wondering, this is a little unusual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But maybe we could get you each in the booth and just kind of hear some of what each of you have, are working on, and just kind of try to figure it out. I don't want to pit you against each other. I know oh. it's a little inhumane, but oh, no, we're me and me and Tay Tay. We're like, you know, we
3: are. He's yeah, he just like that, like crossed fingers, Right. two so, cross two a middle and an index finger crossed uh-huh. together. Right.
0: Well, so. that's great because Taylor, you're. I mean. You are so fresh, uh, so exciting. How old are you, Taylor? I, I'm, I'm,
3: I'm 15 years old. And,
0: Ronnie, you're 58. Right. Uh, and and um, really bringing a, what I would say as an, a new energy for, for somebody um, that we didn't know much about. You just kind of appeared in Los Angeles. Right.
1: Well, I mean, I'm a journeyman, and I've been journeying all across the country, you know. And I know, you know, age to me is just a number. And yes, legally I'm 58, but everybody tells me I don't look a day older 50 and 2, right? A day older than 50 and 2. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll
2: tell you what. Write that down. If, if we sign him, that's an album title. That's
0: an, a day older than 50 and, two. fifty and two. I think that will be very, very interesting to the young God, kids buying out. It's so albums. hard. We just have so much talent here. We have so much. So much talent. Well, do you uh, do, have you met Brent? By the way, Brent. Hey, Brent. How you doing? Uh, Hello,
3: Brent. <laughs> Brent
0: <laughs> is the head of Universal Music, the uh, the new development department. Mm. So he'll be in here, kind of shadow. UMG New ND. I don't know if you. <laughs> heard of us but uh so uh, a little joke we have right here is are you down with umg yeah new nd yeah new nd
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's interesting
0: In reference to the Naughty by Nature song, OPP. We started uh, which,
2: Naughty by Nature. don't know if you know that. We yeah. found those young boys, turned them into the baddest group in town. That's mm. right.
0: That was us. Um, we gave them their name, Naughty by Nature. And um, OPP and Hip Hop Hooray was something that we were saying at b- baseball uh, games. 100%. And they said, are you doing this to us because you hate us? And we said, it's not because I hate you. <laughs> naughty by Nature. All right. Well, let's get you both in the booth. And we'll just have a little bit of a, I guess, a, an old-fashioned sing-off. Taylor, uh, yes. why don't we start with with what, what you've been working on. Okay. And well, I, I hate to throw you into this without no, any yeah, warm-ups I, or anything. No,
3: it, that's all right. I, but go I, ahead I, right now. Okay, I, okay, <laughs> I, okay. This is just something that's, it's, it's, it, a, it's a rough idea, okay. I don't know. But um, if you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think my favorite song, the one we dance to all night long, and the waves like a spotlight on the beach, <clears throat> when you think happiness, I hope you think that little black, dress. Think of my head on your chest, and you're wearing blue jeans.
0: Ooh, chills! Oh. Wow, chills. legitimately impressed that you pulled that out so quickly. much Taylor, you really do know your material.
3: Thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you,
2: Taylor. You
0: know your material very well. I can oh, see. I you. can see a lot of old people streaming that. Yes. Yes. The question is, will young people pay for it? Will they pay for it? That's what we're trying to get to the bottom of, is how do we make money off of these kids willing Mm -hmm. to spend lots of money? Ronnie, let's get you on mic over there. Um, yeah, go ahead, and, and I don't know how many times you used a mic, but mouth up to the mic, Ronnie. You're a little far away this there. This is so
3: exciting. Brent, I'm sorry. Uh, I just have to say, Brent, this is so exciting uh, for me because I love to watch funny. Ronnie Adrian perform. He's just he's just such an inspiration to me. He has a
1: magnetism. And this isn't going to mess it up, like the black thing around it. I'm used to mics that are just with the metal, just like metal mics that you grab. No,
0: yeah, that's the windscreen on there, and that's oh. just in case for popping and breathiness on there. Yeah, okay. which... Uh, I've heard some of your stuff. It will probably help to have that on there for you. Yeah, a lot, a
2: lot of popping peas in your demos that you submitted to us <laughs> oh, so yeah, far.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I don't, I don't hear it. Anyway, this <laughs> okay. is a song that I got. This is a little something that I've been working on. Pull back penises while I'm driving in my truck. We were drunk last night, but now we got no luck. I'm in my steering wheel. Huh? (laughs) This is. I'm in my steering wheel. Incredible. Because I'm drunk, I'm in my steering wheel. (laughs) I'm in my steering wheel.
0: Using my dick to drive me home. Wow. Wow. Bravo.
3: Bravo, Ronnie. Wow.
0: Ronnie. You just bring something so unusual to your songs that it's just that I guess it must be authentically you because it's not expected from me. Mm-hmm.
2: There is, there's certainly something, you know, Taylor, you, you do this well where it feels very universal, very relatable. Mm-hmm. Ronnie's lyrics are somewhat of a riddle, and I kind of want to get to the <laughs> bottom of them. It's like Paul Simon a little bit. A
1: hundred percent. What the hell's a Kodachrome? No. No, no idea. Thank you. I, Paul Simon, I kind of grew up with He's a few years older than me, but I kind of grew up with him.
0: You know, in, in, in oh, listening to him, no, no, as friends. Oh, okay, wow, <laughs> you grew up near each other, yeah, because yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Well, he's a family friend, mm-hmm. uh, the Simon family. Pulled uh, back
2: penises, ah, oh, it's stuck in my head, pulled yeah. back, pulled,
0: pulled back penises. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. it, it, I, I, don't, I, I don't know if you heard it in your headphones, but the peas did pop pretty hard on that one. Yeah, still, We're gonna have to get a couple <laughs> we'll more, we have to figure a out a couple more few screens. screens on
0: there. Well, something we do, I hate to keep putting you all, all on the spot here, but something right. we do is. When we have a new artist out, we like to have them do, you know, a theme song for either a new animated movie or if there's a Bond movie coming out, something like that, yep. kind of really beyond the scene. Um, this is to
2: put more money in your
0: pockets. Because again, <laughs> oh, uh, people they are streaming music. Young people not paying for it. Yes. So we're trying our best to figure it out. So far, all we could do is just get your money by having the studios pay you to do a, a theme song. So I, I don't want to put you on the spot again, but I'm going to. tailor. maybe if you could do a theme song for, we could give you a direction. Like, Yeah. A, uh, okay. How about we have a new Disney movie coming out okay. called um, uh, Frozen.
3: Frozen. Oh, and great. And it's uh,
0: two sisters. Um, Hypothetically. Hypothetically, yeah. We've been kind of, and one is cold and the other, you know, can't be outside, I think is what we're going for there. One's cold, the other can't be outside.
3: Understood. Wow. Okay. Well, just, you know, here I go. Just, I don't know, throwing spaghetti against the wall. Okay. Um, Two sisters. One is shivering and the other is temperature normal because she's inside. Two sisters One is frozen Solid She is made of ice While her sister's nice Indoors
0: Wow! I don't know. I don't know. It's. I don't know if that. Oh, that
3: was. That was garbage. (laughs) No,
2: it was not. No, it was not. Dan, I'll tell you what. That 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 demo tape we got from Adele Dazim, I mean, this shits on that. (laughs) This shits on Dazim. Yes. This shits on Dazim.
0: Shits on The wickedly awful Adele Dizem. Wickedly awful. Ronnie, um, uh, maybe we'll, go, we'll throw you in a different direction here. Or would you like to do Frozen? I don't No, wanna... you can give me a different one. All right. I mean... <laughs> um, for the this new James Bond film coming out, it's called Skyfall. And uh, mm. it's about an aging James Bond mm. and uh, Javier Bardem. He's very them.
4: cold. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yes, he's
0: very cold. So far what we have is he's very cold is what Daniel really wanted to work on. very cold. An and he loves a woman who okay. can't go outside. Yes.
1: Okay. And it's still Sean Connery?
0: Oh, hasn't been for about three (laughs) decades, Ronnie. Uh, I just remember growing up when I was a
1: child, you know, watching the Sean Connery, James Bonds when they were coming uh, out in theaters because, you know,
0: of my age and everything. Right. Movies still come out in theaters. Uh, Uh, Well, yeah, Well, let's go ahead. It's Daniel Craig, who if you if you didn't even know that, you probably don't know who he is, but go ahead and uh, give it give it a shot there.
1: All right. And you said it's named Skyfall?
0: Yes. All right.
1: And you want me to keep the wind thing on. You don't want me to take that off. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Okay. And it's recording everything perfectly, like fine? Because like I said, I'm used to sound the, goes into up. that
2: device, onto our track.
1: Okay. Alright. Just a little different than what I do, but hey, if you want to sign with the big boys, I guess sometimes you gotta compromise. Alright, so
0: it's really feeling it.
1: James Bond. Where's your penis at? Oh, there it is in your pants, shaking, not stirred. I'm talking about your sperm. Skyfall, skyfall, skyfall. Bang bang, that's the sound of the cum.
3: (laughs) Wow.
0: I wow feel, just
3: to get to watch him work real time it's I, inspiring I
0: feel in awe um i I feel a little uh, embarrassed that we put you both on the spot to do this but you both really showed us a lot today and I think we do know exactly what we'd be getting from each of you which is what we wanted mm-hmm. 100 percent of this mm-hmm.
1: well yeah I, I just want to make sure that it's clear that you know it's not Taylor's fault that her songwriting isn't so imaginative she's just 15. Yeah, you know, like, I'm just so 15 Obviously, she cut and dry kind of thing right. And like, you know, I'm a little bit more seasoned You know, so therefore That's why I have so much imagery In my music um, And so, don't hold this against her Like, right. if you could give two contracts I mean, I think you would make the right choice in giving her the other contract. I I do think one appeal that Taylor has
2: Mm. is uh, that family mainstream appeal. You know, we're not going to get in trouble with any Taylor Swift lyrics. I'll tell you that much. No, no. But, Ronnie, here's a question. As an artist, Mm -hmm. sometimes we need to compromise a little bit just to reach a wider audience. Mm -hmm. Would you be open to toning down a little, a tiny percent of the genital reference of the use of the word sperm uh, referring to fluids being shaken not stirred uh, I, I mean we're not, we're not saying we're not saying cut it you can release that version but if we if we put out something for radio would you be able to make the switch?
1: I mean I just think that it's really interesting that you're asking me that just because I just wrote that's James Bond. Mm-hmm. that's him in a nutshell. Have you ever seen a James Bond film? So yeah. to me, it's it would be disingenuous. What am I? What else would I be thinking about with James Bond?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, <laughs> sitting around on the beach. You no, know, James Bond uses his penis to seduce women, and then he ejaculates on them. Like <laughs>
0: that's clearly it's a bit of a misunderstanding, I think, of what James Bond does. But uh, yeah, well, you know, a lot of those movies the songs t- to deal with metaphor or, or, or things like that. Things that you you are capable of. But this one seems a little literal, mm. with a little metaphor in there. But. Well, I, I think I, I, I've kind of made a decision. And my big question, Ronnie, if you don't get the contract, will you continue to not tell me where my children are? Um, or was this, have we satisfied the deal here uh, of the kidnapping where now, now that we have considered you, I can have my kids back? Well,
1: I can 100% tell you that if I don't get this deal, I'm going to kill myself. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. And therefore, rather... Oh, dear. Does that mean that your kids also die before me? Or will I die taking the secret of where they are to my grave?
0: This is an awful riddle for me to have to solve.
4: Mm. <sighs>
0: truly, oh, well, truly just a I saw how about, mastermind How about this
1: Tell my dad I love him Okay That's what I heard this morning As I looked at your kid's eyes Chained to a wall I didn't pull out my penis Cause your man's not a pedo But when I went to the bathroom Dick was in my hand
0: And we pull out and The same song is being sung but by Taylor Swift At the (laughs) premiere of Frozen
3: (laughs) Dick was in my hands, and you're never gonna see your kids again. You're never gonna see your kids again. I got my dick in my hand, and you're gonna give me my record con- con- contract.
0: See, honey, I told you it was worth it. I mean,
3: thank you, everybody. (laughs) I love my fans.
0: See, (laughs) wow, we made you guys work there. That was—I was really happy watching you both sing. You both crushed it. You both crushed crushed it. it. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I think that each of those would have gotten an ovation in front of a live audience. Uh I
3: really enjoyed. Like I, like I was obviously uh, cheating, one might say, but just watching Ronnie um, actually, like. Like, shake and not start, I'm talking about my sperm. Is is That, as a lyric,
4: slaps.
1: (laughs)
3: That's all I can say about that.
1: That, as a lyric, slaps. You know, and it's crazy, still never been to be on Off Book. Really? Never been been Off Book. Wow, what'd you do to Zach and Jess? (laughs) Nothing. But please believe me when I say you, just even the thought of it scares me to death so I'm also kind of <laughs> glad they have never asked uh,
0: it, it's it's a really tough ask uh, not in a negative way because I love doing the show mm-hmm. um, but for like a more heady improviser because mm-hmm. you have no time to think Right, you uh. just have to like fucking do it Right, but somehow Zach and Jess are both geniuses of thinking of plot also while it's happening, totally. but the first time I did it, I was like, "Oh, I am not good at this," right. and had to realize, like, "Oh, you can't plan anything right. at all."
1: Right. It just like it's kind of like it's just intimidating to watch yeah. them because they're so great, and they feel like they can pick up anything and do anything. That as an improviser who has like strived to try to be whatever the perfect improviser is, like to feel so far away from being like anywhere close to that is like. It's like a big Achilles heel to me. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. It immediately makes me get too self-conscious about yeah. what I'm doing, and that's when I fall apart.
0: They, you can see it. That's why you haven't been invited on.
2: <laughs> that's why they know. It feels like a, a different language, almost. Like if yeah. you had to improvise in a language where you were more consciously thinking about what you were saying, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just coming naturally, you know? It's, yeah, uh, it's, yeah. It's like another, a whole other
0: set of balls to be juggling, you know? It's like, yeah. It's also, we've kind of talked about this on the air before because I've been thinking about it more. But um, it is so tough to have, like, gotten done something for so long that you're, like, pretty comfortable. Like, you could walk into any scenario and then go back to being uncomfortable at something right. and be like, oh, I really made myself feel so safe for so long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, it's nice to be, feel, like, unsafe, but it's also, like scary again or it's like oh yeah that's right I'm not good at everything I just got good at this one thing mm-hmm. right. yeah
3: for sure I, I tried to go back and take a musical improv class yeah. like after I'd been on Herald Night for years and it was like it was truly challenging um, also, just to put my head into like a student's mentality again.
0: Yeah, totally.
3: I f- I flipped off the teacher a bunch. Um, <laughs> I I tossed a few chairs, you know. Uh,
1: but- yeah, I heard. I heard a big thing where you said, "Come to Harrow Night and watch how good I am." Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah you think I'm failing no, here? Come shit. to Harrow Night.
0: I'm really good.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah he
0: can rhyme. Good job, Glenn. <laughs> I well, see him heighten.
1: <laughs> you know that—that's what you know. Obviously, we can we can relate this to you know like comedy stuff, but it is like I think the biggest thing for me was having to um was having to be able to get my wrap my mind around the idea that it's like you know when you're you, when you've been good at something for a while and. And then now that is how you think people perceive you as good at this thing. Like, then it's hard to step into something else that you won't be as good at and have Mm -hmm. the time to have to kind of grow and whatever. And then watching everybody who you have made in your mind be like, but they know how good I am. Like, so if they see me fail, it's like, it erases everything they think about me. You know what I mean? Like, which is, you shouldn't be, you know what I mean? It's like, if I used to think that, like when I would be in the comedy community, being like, I'm a good improviser. And then so like if I try to do other things or like sketch or like kind of character stuff or whatever, it's like if this doesn't go well, like everybody's going to think I'm not funny. It took a long time for me to get over the fact that it's being like, no, people, if they thought you were funny before, they're not going to just go, if they see like a bad character or a bad sketch or whatever and be like, man, I guess I was wrong. Never you know mind. what I mean? Like yeah, it took so yeah. long for me to like get that because then it made me scared to do stuff outside of what I was good at totally, at, right. yeah. at a certain point.
2: Yeah, yeah you you forget that you've built up like enough goodwill or enough credit or whatever already right and then it like feels like you have more to lose somehow because it's like oh i can I can only if I do this it's just keeping up the same level and if I fail at it then i'm I'm fucked. You right. know? Yeah. that kind
0: of thing which is like yeah really destructive thinking for sure I think' I'll, for me also I'm try like to down both of those roads trying to take away the feeling uh in the like need to be, like, defined by how good I am right away at something. Mm -hmm. Mm. Where it's like, because that stops me from doing a lot of things, because... You shouldn't be good at things right away most of the time you won't be and it's yeah it's really freeing too to go into stuff and go like
2: yeah i'm just starting this so i'm allowed to be bad and that's kind of expected and if you're not bad it's like such a bonus cool you did well at it yeah otherwise it's like who cares i just started this thing
0: you know yeah yeah because i was like inherently understood improv so i was never the worst in the class i Mm -hmm. was always like oh i get it um other things, it's not that way. I brought mm. in like the worst pilot in my pilot writing class, or whatever, and they're like, "Oh fuck that!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What <laughs> to be bad at yeah, ever. yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, I um, I have lived the trajectory a couple times in my life of like being naturally talented at something and then not r- not realizing that I needed to like work harder at it or uh, like keep improving, and then feeling that my, my skills just like completely, uh, had gone stagnant. And the first example was playing basketball in in fourth grade and no, no one else understood. None of the other girls understood that we were supposed to drop all of the female socialization that we, uh, had already undergone. So it's like, you need to play nice when you're, when you're everywhere else But when you're like wearing a jersey on the basketball court, it not only is it allowed to tear the ball away from someone, but it's encouraged (laughs) and no one got that. I took to that lesson very easily. Mm -hmm. And my coach did call me Bulldog (laughs) and then (laughs) I didn't practice at all, like didn't understand, didn't like just just was like "This, this is cool that I'm good at basketball. And then I quickly became not at all good at basketball because everyone else was like working on their layups and their passes and everything like that. And I was, I I remember like, I I think I remember the, if not the moment, the absolute like It's like a sense memory of, of the moment during a game when I tried to steal a ball away from someone and she just pivoted. And I was like, fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's such an interesting experience. To, and also to remember that like feeling and thought process, where, which I do not remember about my fourth grade life.
4: Mm, yeah.
0: Uh, but like noticing... I, you probably noticed looking back more so than at the time of like, oh, I I am less precious about the socialization part of it.
3: I mean, yeah, absolutely looking back. Yeah. I yeah. I think that I I think I was probably like delighted. I was like, it's fun that you're just like allowed to do this, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, um hey, Mr. Ann Matthews. Mr. Ann Matthews. Yes. Um hi. Uh hey so I just wanted to talk to you for a little bit. Mm. Um so Bulldog's Bulldog started off Bulldog was doing really good early. She's on. doing
2: great. I'm so proud of her
1: yeah yeah. yeah. Um she was doing really good um, It just seems like over the, the last few weeks, everyone else on the team has kind of raised their level of um, um, skill. Mm. And it feels like Bulldog is just still kind of just running around trying to rip the ball from people. And that's kind of where she stayed. Um, so, are you doing? Are you looking at the sheets that I'm giving? I'm after. Cl- I'm after practice to kind of work on at home and things like that. Well, yeah,
2: sure. We we run the exercises. Like I set up some of those pylons in the driveway, and we've got her doing you know dribbling and stuff like that. Is she, you're, you're saying that she's that far behind that you need to talk
1: to me? Yeah, I just. I, I mean, because I don't necessarily know how. Listen, I don't. Obviously, we all know that I was. The, I'm a disgraced college basketball coach. So it's you been made said that to very that clear. I don't yeah. know how to really talk to children. Mm-hmm. So in this, I'm making an effort to be like, hey, I don't really know how to speak to bulldog, and other than just yelling. Mm-hmm. So it's just, however she learns, I'm trying to learn that from you. It's just because you know I'm on my third strike here. So like, I this is literally the last, the lowest rung I can be on as a coach. So <laughs> it's just like I'm just trying to. Connect with Bulldog because I see some intensity there, and I would just love for that intensity to. Oh,
2: okay, well, I, I, I will say I think you're expecting a lot from these kids. I think that the the fact that they're getting out there, they're having fun, they're they're Almost like, exhibiting. Hey,
1: Bulldog, don't chew on that mat. Don't chew on that mat. That <laughs> mat is for diving. Mm-hmm,
3: basketball. Okay, it's so for diving on to okay. <laughs> okay. Punt.
1: Poo. No, it's not. a
3: <laughs> ah, she punted me. No, hey, hey, Chrissy, it's allowed right now. It's allowed right now. It's allowed yeah. on this court. You're on my court, and okay. it's allowed. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay just, I, see, I, see, the he's, he's I like, see
2: the problem. I see the
4: problem.
3: Yeah, and
1: she does that a lot where she, everything that happens outside of everything like that's aggressive or anything that's just not even in the realm of basketball, she tells everybody that it's allowed because you're on the basketball court.
2: Okay, I'm going to link this back to a uh, a moment that happened. If you remember for for about the first week she was being too polite on the court, do you remember that? She was she was being very you know, empathetic. She didn't Mm -hmm. want to steal the ball because we always told her stealing is wrong, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And we had to kind of reverse that. Mm -hmm. So what we've told her now is... um, Yeah, that's when I was... uh, That's
1: when I tentatively tentatively have named her Sheepdog.
2: Sheepdog, yes. (laughs) Right. Right. Sheepdog. And then the switch happened. She became Bulldog. Mm -hmm. What we think really made it click for her was telling her, pretend every other player out there is trying to kill mommy and daddy. (laughs) <laughs> and once we said that I mean the ferocity The ferocity <laughs> that came out of that girl
1: I mean listen I've worked with a lot of I've worked with a lot of kids mm-hmm. And who, who am I to tell you that that's not what you say I've told a lot of kids Something similar to that uh-huh. Like I had this one basketball player Jamal he looked like he was NBA bound And I told him I was like imagine one of your homies Came up to you and shot a gun in his face you know, was uh-huh. doing the whole thing that, you know, the black kids do where they do that kind of hand stuff like this so he could kind of relate. I, I don't know if that's appropriate. Well, I mean, you don't understand because, I mean, look, as a white coach has to deal with a lot of black athletes, you kind of have to speak on that language. <laughs> so anyway, so there was a lot of stuff. Huh. I was like, you know, imagine it was one of it's like, imagine imagine the other teammate that came through with a gun. He had shot one of your homies.
2: OK. right?
1: Like, and the only way to get your revenge on him is to score 27 points. You know, and on the way we're talking about scratching and clawing and, you know, like, and hey, if you want to say a little something in his ear, talk about his mama like you guys do, like stuff like that. You know, but apparently you do that for 30 years and all of a sudden people in your past had a problem with it and they never mentioned it except at meetings and stuff sometimes. But it's only but, you know, you're a coach. You're like, you're just mad like this because, you know, it's in the season. It's in the season. Everyone's head isn't clear in the season, so that's why you want to have a meeting about this,
0: Mr. Ann Matthews. I do not mean to interrupt, but I'd like to talk about my daughter when you have a chance uh, with the coach. Or, yeah,
2: I think ma- he. I think he should probably get back to the game, honestly. But uh, well,
0: uh, I mean, while we're here, oh, I, sure, I, you yeah. know, I, okay, real quick, yeah, uh, uh, I see. Uh, but but please hang out because this concerns all of us. Okay. This kind of method basketball you've been teaching, where uh my daughter has gotten deeply into the character of how to play on the court, I can't get her out of it during the whole season, okay? I, I mean, you explained to my daughter that she should treat the ball like it's her baby, Uh, because she kept getting turnovers. We all saw that game where she got six... Turnovers, sixty, just heartbreaking.
1: Sixty was a lot. That's what you had to. Sixty was a lot.
0: And now, um, you know, the 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 ball deflated, and she has been mourning the loss of her baby, and it's been incredibly sad. I mean, look at her. Crying. Excuse
3: me, Dad. Can you pull the car around? I got it. I gotta get home. I can't be here. Grief is nonlinear, and right now. I am really dipping down. It's hard for me to look at all of these bouncing, orange, healthy basketballs. You know, I don't begrudge the other girls owning these basketballs.
0: Do you see what I mean here? Mm -hmm. Do you see what I mean? She's too depressed to even play. Honey, I'll pull the car around, but don't you want to play a little bit? Maybe get out there? Maybe form a relationship with a new ball.
3: I don't know if I'm ever going to feel like playing again. I don't. Jesus. I don't know if well, the listen, game of basketball
0: I, means Well, anything. listen. Oh, my God. I'm l- so sorry. Labradoodle, l- listen. <laughs> I think. Hey, what's that one? You know,
1: I think that it, it's hard for me to tell you, you know, as a coach, and it's hard for me to tell you how to feel about this thing, because if you feel this impassioned about the deflated ball. Yeah. Just imagine how you get that when you're going to get that back, when you find a new love with a new ball right if I were to say hey separate this from real life then how will you be able to get it back when you get that new ball so I you know I can't be the one to tell them right I think Labradoodle's just going through the grief this kind of thing but I think hey keep in mind just like women get pregnant
3: again what's pregnant
0: (sighs) how did you get so mature in some ways You understand the non-linear nature of grief and how to respect someone else's joy even while you're sad.
3: I'm in fourth grade.
0: Okay. Just tell
2: her it's when a mommy and a daddy make a new ball.
0: (laughs) Hey, don't tell me how to parent my goddamn kid, Glenn. Well,
1: she doesn't know what pregnancy is. Okay, all right. Okay, hey. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. You don't tell me how to parent my kid, Glenn. Okay, listen. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody here. We're getting a little bit too... We're getting a little bit too rowdy, which... Back in the college days, I would have loved right now, my parole officer said it's not good to be around aggression, so listen, labradoodle, it's okay, just take your daughter home. hey, bulldog <laughs> just needs to <laughs> bulldog just needs to I don't know, just maybe don't bite as much, you know and rip the ball off and then but maybe they can like pass it or something I don't it's well,
0: just just look, maybe she's not getting
2: out. sixty turnovers. that feels like a victory to me compared to some people
0: When... <laughs> We were on the way out, and I heard that and I'm turning right back around. Can you wait one second, honey? Glenn, that is my daughter you're mocking. Sixty. Sixty. 60. <laughs> how many how many times did she have possession of the ball? <laughs> At least my daughter didn't choke out another girl because she got too close to her parents, okay?
3: Oh. Hey! If you come around here again Trying to take this ball from me I'm gonna come after your family And I'm gonna curb-stop your little sister
0: She shouldn't know what curb-stopping is That's something going on at home Her little sister, by the way She's four Coach,
2: I did want to ask about her little sister
1: (laughs) Now, did Jamal's approach work? Um, well what ended up really happening, um, and that was really kind of the thing that kind of spearheaded the investigation, mm. was Jamal got so into it in the game that he ended up choking that guy out with within an inch of his life. And then when they asked why he did it. Well, it's just within
0: an inch of his life. Uh, so.
1: Yeah, the guy lived. He can't breathe the same when he doesn't. And he talks through a, a microphone thing because his trachea is so bent. That he can't speak clearly. It's
0: not like one of those voice modulator things. He just puts a mi- microphone. It's a micro- yeah, yeah. it's like a microphone so. thing. Uh. Or whatever.
1: I think it's like one of those things where you're like, when well, you're black and you don't have insurance, like you know, one of those. Coach, you can't again, say that again. Type of thing. As a
2: white coach, you really should not be <laughs> saying these kinds of things.
1: I'm telling you, they're like, they're so okay with openness. Like I'm telling you, it's like if you ever around a bunch of black people, just really just tear into them like you're like like they're one of you. They love that stuff. What do you even mean by that? <laughs> Tear into them like they're one of you. Yeah, you make them feel like. Make them feel like they're white. You know, like <laughs> hey, I talk to you like I talk to my white friends, and they feel like comfortable. If
0: I do I don't one thing, I understand why as a violent, uh, uh, racially insensitive coach, they decided to put you in charge of fourth graders instead of college students. I feel like that is a worse place to put you.
1: I mean, well, because the. Uh, the principal of the elementary school they all go to—he's a—he's 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 a, a fraternity brother of mine.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that makes perfect sense then. But, uh, hey, girls, I'm glad we could all hang out and just get lunch together outside of the basketball court. It's nice to just kind of get to know my my fellow players, I guess, off the court. Yeah. Yeah, the games are hard. <laughs> They're really hard, emotionally, physically. Yeah. Um, I feel like. Uh, I feel like you know. I just wanted to say that uh, I did some stuff on that court that I'm not proud of, and I wanted to a- apologize to everybody uh, over lunch. And, and I'm going to share my my pizza today if anyone wants it. And that's kind of my apology.
3: That's really nice. Um, yeah, I, I I think we all I think we all <laughs> c- kind of do things on the basketball court. It's a it's a different world um, on the court than off. And and I, I brought fruit roll ups for everyone.
0: That's really nice. Thank you. Yeah, the basketball
1: court is definitely a place where we let our inner lord of the flies out. And you know, and then once the game is over, once that fourth quarter buzzer sounds, it's like we're back to reality.
0: Yeah. You know. And you know, I I know that coach said if anybody tries to get a rebound from me, treat it like they uh have been trying to steal my mans um, over and over again for years at a time even though my mans is my baby daddy uh, and I need to show them respect, you know uh, and, and train them to respect and I think that affected the way I even treated my teammates if you tried to grab a rebound over me.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Coach, um, that's interesting because, yeah, Coach t- told me um, pretend that there's a guy in your face, and he shot one of your homies. <laughs> um, and what are you gonna do about it? Uh, um, and that has has really um, kind of changed the way that I think and feel um, when I'm on the court, and sometimes when I'm trying to go to sleep at night.
0: Hang on a sec. What are these fruit roll-ups? <laughs> what? Fruit roll-up.
3: Oh gosh. Is there something wrong with the fruit roll-ups?
0: I feel like. Did you rub, like, peanuts on them or something? I'm allergic to nuts. These oh, no.
3: F- oh, my gosh. that would be terrible if somebody uh, had rubbed peanuts on the front roll-up, roll-ups. And it also would have been terrible if somebody had blocked the layup that I was going for Epi-Pet. on Saturday's game. I'm
4: sorry. I should have blocked my teammate. I throw happy Wow.
2: Epi-Pet. You sound like that girl with the fucked-up trachea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a slow, like a slow, patiently talking group of young fourth graders.
1: <laughs> when, you, when you did it up, I was like, are we the moms? What happened? Oh, we're we the okay. It was an Okay, okay. man, these children really. I mean, hey, but that's. That's uh that's private school teaching for you. You know what I <laughs> that's mean. That's private
0: school teaching for you. That's a good. That was a real good commentary on our part.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. If anybody could say anything about this episode of Man Dog Pad, <laughs> Man Man Pod, is that every scene we've done was a commentary somehow?
0: There was commentary in everything we did. Absolutely. Absolutely. Satire.
3: Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: You definitely <laughs> got to look. Some of it you got to look deeper than others,
1: but it definitely was.
0: But our audiences are smart. We play up to our audiences because they're the, smarter people. Yeah.
3: The first one was about unjust arrests. You That's know, right. with tractors. Uh-huh. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, well, another episode full of satirical comedy that you're not going to get on a show like Jon Stewart <laughs> or a show like John Oliver. Give me one more, John. You're not going to get it on a show like John Madden. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely not getting
1: it on <laughs> all three of those equally <laughs> equal material shows.
2: The master uh, political satirists of our time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> boom. And then that's when they come through. Boom.
0: <laughs> John Madden said boom a lot just for people yeah, who didn't a, really get- everybody wasn't around. Ollie Gondor, thanks for doing the show. Thanks for coming over to my home for uh, it. Pleasure. Uh, anything you'd like to plug or somewhere people can find you?
2: Uh, when stuff's happening, I post about it on my Instagram. It's just uh, A-L-I underscore G-H-A-N-D-O-U-R. Um, that's pretty much it. Thank you. Thanks for having me
0: hillary yeah and matthews <laughs> yes it's me anything you like plugging where people can find you
3: um i this is you gotta figure mm, out what your is uh, the uh, your this is. will come out
0: on the 15th yeah. yeah
3: okay so then i actually am going to be uh i'm going to be guesting at a talk show hosted by my friends monica and Alyssa. it is 8 p.m on october 21st at the atwater playhouse and acting school um, and this is such fresh information that I don't have any, inform- I don't even know what it's officially called and I don't have any.
0: Guesting on a talk show. Yes. Great.
3: It's a live talk show and, as yourself? uh, sorry, as, as yourself? myself, presumably, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm adaptable if they five minutes before I go on say we'd actually like you to be Jamie Lee Curtis. I'll do
0: that. Great. Ah. I
1: hope they choose Jamie
2: Lee
0: Curtis too. Check out Hillary uh. Ann Matthews Jamie Lee Curtis, the other three named queen of horror uh, at the Atwater Playhouse. Is that what it's called?
3: Yep. On the 21st at 8 p.m.
0: Great. Do you plug stuff on social media?
3: I do. Yeah. You can also check. I'll actually give real information at Hillary Ann Matthews on Great. Instagram.
0: Ronnie Adrian.
1: Uh, what's up, you freaks? Um, <laughs> you know that's your little October October speak. You know what I mean? Uh, I forgot For, to talk about October. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah, was, I was so <laughs> at the
0: beginning, we might do some Halloween stuff. We didn't do anything. Yeah, right. um,
1: <laughs> still, we, had, we, had we had some um, pumpkin cocktails. Um, yeah, that's right. uh, Bones, Adrian, um, on like Twitter and uh, Instagram and stuff like that. Also, I can't remember if it's me or Dan. But one of us has a movie coming out at the end of this month. Yeah. I think it's me. I'm not, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Paranormal Activity. I don't remember anything about being on set. So, it's quite possible it's not me, but at the same time, if it is, like, check out my movie. So, at the you got to
0: watch Paranormal Activity Next of Kin on Paramount Plus to find out if it is featuring Ronnie Adrian or Dan Lippert as the character of Dale. Mm-hmm. Email with the correct answer <laughs> <laughs> to get a free ticket to
1: <laughs> email with the correct answer for
0: our location. Come meet us, us here. You
1: could be in Hawaii just like
0: us. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah check that out at mad dog pot you know how to get this stuff but you're the man now dog on patreon patreon.com slash the man now dog and big for our podcasts uh our animated stuff our merch it's all on there we'll probably be throwing up some christmas merch around probably around thanksgiving so take I'm about your time to say, man
1: that. no thanksgiving merch huh no,
0: we're we're not thankful for much. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's I think that's it. Um, I want my baby back, baby. I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Thanks again, y'all, for being here. So great to see you. And thanks everyone for listening. Um, Casey Trela, thank you for the theme song. Annie Wu, thank you for the logo. Harry Chaskin, our original logo, and Brian Holmes for editing and production work. And we miss you, Ryan, wherever you are. Uh, bye. 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 Riding out
1: with my friends, my
4: penis, my dick and balls. <laughs>